Well, hello. How's everybody doing uh, tonight? Uh, God bless you uh, for showing up. Uh, hey, our God is an awesome God, and he's the defender of the weak, and he won't grow weary of protecting us. Amen to that. And uh, Psalms uh, 93 says, The Lord reigns. Uh, he is clothed in majesty. The Lord is clothed. He girdeth himself with strength. The Lord actually is the one who reigns right now. And I don't care whether or not uh, the politicians of the world think that they're reigning. Uh, they are not reigning because uh, God is reigning and he has eternal life in his wings. Right. Amen. And so we don't have to worry about anything because our God reigns, right? And he is an awesome God. He's greater than the God of this world or who thinks he's the God of this world. Only for a short time will he be in this world. Then the Lord said he's going to cut him off, right? According to Psalms, even 37 tells us that, you know, that uh, that the Lord will cut off of the wicked you know and that's one of the things that uh, we have here in scripture all throughout scripture it just tells us about how great our God is and how weak <laughs> their God is and the devil hey did you guys get a chance to see uh, even that uh, report that I did today just talking about um, the woman who was talking in, in New York she wants to start the new world order and you know the, the new world order really is overrated I, I think it is I think that they're making a mess of things and they really don't know what they're doing and even though they say they want to do this, uh, the start the new world order is going to cause a lot of problems, you know, and they're not going to be able to pull it off. It doesn't matter uh, even what they do to you or I, uh, because, you know, the Bible says again in Psalms 37, don't fret yourself for evildoers because they will soon be cut off. Uh, you know, and workers of iniquity will soon uh, run into calamity. And we know that. So let's hold God to his promise and realize that that's what's going to happen tonight. Right. So I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, way of escaping uh, what's coming. And, you know, I'm back at this whole thing about uh, the rapture, but, you know, not just the rapture uh, in particularly, but really uh, the uh, escaping the judgment of God and you know it's important that we know that God has not assigned us uh, to wrath you know we, we are not assigned to wrath uh, the things that uh, the Satan wants to do to us however you will endure uh, persecution and that's what the Bible lets us know that uh, we will endure persecution and some of you might even die by the sword and other things and again there may be uh, things that happen to you in this world but uh, it's okay because you have eternal life on the other side so I'm not certainly making you any promises that you know we won't go through anything or that uh, Christians uh, you know will just be able to escape and walk through the you know tiptoe through the tulips and certainly we don't want to we don't want to leave anybody with false hope like that but what I do want you to know is that God has some very specific things that he tells us in scripture about uh, just some of the things that are coming. And, you know, one of the things I was looking at uh, just today was um, uh, President uh, Trump was saying he was going to send the military and uh, he's going to send the military, mobilize the military to come out. And then they were going to have a vaccine available by the end of the year. So apparently they have uh, the vaccine available and this is what he wants to do. Let me see. I had it up on the Facebook page. This one is a little bit weathered and worn. Let me see if I can get, get one that doesn't have as many little marks all over it and, and writing all over it and that kind of thing. Well, let me go back. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, well, let's see. That one was in uh, the Newsweek, and then uh, there was one on the main page. But again, you know, God is really going to uh, judge the people of this world for the things that they're doing. They're not just going to get away with what they're doing. It's not going to be an uh, easy walk and, um, you know, easy walk for them. Uh, this new world order is obviously satanic. There is a, a satanic um, element to it, and this is one of the things that we are already aware of, 
let me see if I got this one I don't have it on the uh, oh yeah I do okay here it is here so let's see if I can take you guys over to check it out okay and uh, it says um, allow and it says uh, Trump says military will be mobilized to deliver corona virus vaccine by the end of the year how about that so uh there's going to be an army uh available for people and i imagine treatments people or a vaccine to facilitate the okay so uh, the reopening of america now let me see that was uh he actually had a statement on here this is dr fauci of course and he's like telling us that there's going to be a treatment available and a vaccine to facilitate the entry of students into the fall term would be something that would be a bit of a bridge too far. We have many candidates that hope to have multiple winners. In other words, it's multiple shots on goal. This will be important because this will be good for global availability if we have more than one successful candidate. First of all, there's no guarantee that the vaccine is actually gonna be effective. Given the way the body responds to viruses of this type, I'm cautiously optimistic that we will, with one of the candidates, get an efficacy signal. Most of us feel that the number of deaths are likely higher than that number. There may have been people who died at home who did have COVID, who were not counted as COVID because they never really got to the hospital. Okay, so, um, yeah, and so they're planning to uh, come out to your house with the uh, contact traces and that's you know I, I'm gonna tell you this um, the thing that you really need to be aware of is stay calm stay calm uh, because our God is going to provide a way out now that's what I wanted to really just talk about tonight and uh, you know there's a lot of things a way of escaping uh, we gotta understand that you know uh, as these people uh, try to get all of these things together, they are actually they are actually dealing with God's people. Okay, so if you are a child of God, God has already has authority over your body and, and everything. So you know it's important that uh, we understand that. And let's just see. Let me let me see if I can get a scripture on that. How about this one here? Uh, there's no temptation that is uh, taken up on you such as common to man but God is faithful and uh, let's take a look why because again God is um, God actually has a way uh, he's faithful to provide a way of escape that's really what I really want to sh show you that again uh, when when we are when we are tempted uh, with uh, you know different things that come into our life it says that uh, God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above which that you are able but with will with the temptation also make a way to escape and that's what God is into God is into making a way of escape that you'll be able to bear it now when did he make a way to escape in the Bible let's go all the way back and uh, take a look at the story uh, just think about the story of um, well let me see Shadrach Meshach and Abednego how about this how about the story of uh, Daniel uh, not wanting to eat the king's meat and so he was able to talk to uh, the uh, per person who was in charge and um, the chief jailer or whoever that person was it really wasn't a jailer it was just one person who was in charge of making sure that they were administered the food and Daniel was supposed to eat the king's meat and Daniel did not want to defile himself his body by eating uh, uncultured meat or uh, Babylonian meat in Babylon so what he ended up doing he said he made this he struck a deal with the uh, person who was uh, the in charge you know the authority figure and uh, that person uh, gave him a way out okay so instead of him eating the king's meat he said well if you just give me my normal diet uh, of you know the things that I eat the vegetables that I eat then I'll be fatter and fuller uh, than you know the people who are eating the king's meat and of course when the t when the trial was up Daniel was he was he was in better shape 
than when he ate the king's meat. So God is not going to allow this to go down. I'm sure some legislation or something will happen uh, that will put a kink in their chain where they're not just going to go straight ahead and get the, get all of the, uh, the things they want on their Christmas list. It's just not going to happen because God is, uh, we're still in this world, and you're praying, right? You're praying and you're asking God to step in, right? And so what what do you think God's going to do? You think he's just going to let all this happen to you? I doubt it. You know, he's not going to let it happen to you. But again, we do live in a world where we have fallen, um, you know, fallen spirits, fallen people. All of these people want to, um, you know, they want to do things uh, that are unnatural. As a matter of fact, um, here's one of the most um, probably telling things about this whole thing is the fact that uh let's see well let me let me come back first i want to uh say hello to everyone that's in the chat uh i'm way over here on the other side so let me see if i can get back over here to where you guys are how you guys doing tonight and let's see who we got over here brian maselli hello is that mercy okay hello how are you doing lord rains Amen and amen, amen. And uh, it says here, you were talking about uh, Bill Gates uh, said he uh, vaccinated his kids. Yeah, right. No, he didn't. Yeah. And uh, Sam, how you doing tonight? Uh, you said that uh, Snopes is saying that uh, Bill 6666 isn't real. Well, you know, of course, they always lie. That means it is real, right? And so, uh, child of the most high, how you doing tonight? And uh, Lord Reigns, how are you doing? Rufus D. Uh, Bay, hello. And uh, then we have Lynn King, 357. Blue Eyes, how are you doing tonight? And then, uh, uh, let's see, Kayla Hall. And you say uh, Trump uh, is just as evil as the left and don't uh, be deceived. Right. So, you know, again, that's what uh, President Trump is saying. How you doing, Justin? Justine? How are you? Good, uh, have, good to have your board tonight, Brian. And then also Crazy Flat, uh, flat Lady. Haven't seen you in a while. Hello. And Charles Pearl. Hello. And uh, good to have all you guys aboard uh, tonight. Um, just... Um, just a blessing to have you guys and then also a blessing again on the uh, other side with all of the patrons as well and uh, thank God for the patrons uh, who are in um, the chat tonight so uh, say hello to all the patrons and then also uh, those people who actually have been over to help with uh, many of the things that uh, we have here I don't have the patrons there but I thought I did that's not the patrons. Let's take a look at the patrons here. Let's pull the patrons out here. All right, and uh, let's see. I think they're right here. There are some there. Oh, here they are. Okay, and there we are. There's the patrons. And uh, thank you, patrons, for all that you're doing. There are some new patrons, too, that have come on board in the last few days. I don't have your names up, but I sure appreciate you. As a matter of fact, I did get a chance to uh, kind of uh, redo that book uh, and send you the... Um, uh, you know the the book with the flip book with the ebook, and so uh, those people who uh, joined Patreon got an ebook. So I thank you for all that you did do, and uh, that was my way of showing appreciation. Anyway, yeah, um, like to say again, we have a way of escape. We do have a way of escape. God is an prayer answering God. God is a prayer answering God. And we got to realize that that is what we're looking at. God is our prayer answering God. Look, guys, I'm going to tell you this. We can talk about, you know, to arms, to arms, but that's really not our responsibility for as Christians. Okay, so we got a lot of women, children, and we got a lot of situations that uh, need to happen. We need, however, and you know, you know as well as I do, that uh, even the the big changes in America happen at the heart level more so than they did at the uh, 
you know, at at the gunpoint, right? And uh, the big big changes uh, happen with how about the uh, the the movement to uh, end slavery? Well, you know, that was all about the heart level. That was not necessarily about a gun and even though we did have the civil war the civil war was really more about the union uh joining the union together than it was uh just specifically about slavery and so uh, again it was also more so about the heart and that's what it was about people loving one another people realizing that they uh were uh, you know african-american black people were uh, human, and then they uh, reached out to them uh, in the north, and there were a lot of people who came out of that situation because people appealed to the moral conscience. And the same thing is true for all of the uh, great evils that were done around the world. And uh, with Adolf Hitler, uh, again, people rose to the rose to the level of realizing that this was an atrocity and they could no longer allow it to happen. So um, God will raise up. Um, he always raises up people uh, or groups of people to um, to take on strength, to become uh, champions for the weak. And that's what God has historically done. So I don't think that this will just pass with them. Okay, the 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 new world order is in 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 charge, right? So who who makes up the new world order? A bunch of well-paid politicians, and then we have the army of police department. They are at the beck and call of these people. But then you have some people who are dissenters in the police department. And they are, uh, you know, dealing with their conscience. And when the Holy Spirit begins to work throughout the hearts and minds of men, then the Holy Spirit pricks the conscience of people. And they just cannot continue to do the great evil that they are doing, right? So we all know that. I mean, who's going to line up first in the first responders to get this new vaccine? You know, just think about it. Who's going to allow their children and the first responders to get this vaccine? And who's going to allow um, just all of the evil and wickedness uh, to happen within their own backyards? You know, they would have to do like what they're doing up in Canada, which is to try to bring the Chinese in. And I imagine if someone saw that happen, then it would probably be a, a real, real bad war you know so we're looking at a real bad situation but at the same time God is faithful and he preserves his people and God is going to come through I know he's going to come through because again we've got God's word on it right I did see this though I saw some more silliness uh today and uh let's see not only that I saw a woman and, and I you know it takes a if enough of this stuff happens, I'm sure that it will reach a point where, okay, it will get so ugly that uh, these things, like, for instance, uh, this woman here, let me let me show you here. Uh, it would get so ugly that eventually people will, there would be an outcry. But not only that, the police officers will actually begin to develop a conscience after they do these things who could just go home after doing something like this and feel good about yourself now check this out can you imagine a guy going home uh, and you know they're thinking about their day well what happened today well it was a woman who was arguing and she didn't she didn't want to wear a mask and then the guy turns around and says you know uh uh, you know, but what did you know, wife or whoever the friend is? What, what did you do? Well, we threw, we slammed her down to the ground and everything. You slammed her to the ground. Well, yeah, you know, she wasn't wearing a mask. And then he he begins to reflect on what he was just saying, and then it becomes apparent that he did something very very morally wrong. I don't think people are really are waking up to just how morally wrong the new world order is, you know. So there is a way of escaping. It's going to be through the heart. It's going to be through the heart. 
and we have to pray for these cops and I know you you probably say these low-level cops that want to blow their kneecaps out and all this kind of stuff and want to visit their homes uh, at night and all this kind of thing but at the same time when when you think about um, what happened during the uh, 60s how about that let's just go to the 60s uh, or the 50s you know during the uh, civil rights movement uh, during those times there was a lot of very very cruel treatment of people uh, fire hoses put on dogs set loose on people uh, people running down the street being injured houses being burned down for no reason a lot of hatred a lot of anger a lot of bitterness until it got to a point that that people began to recognize that this is immoral and the the crowds grew they grew and they grew and they grew and they those people who were on the opposite side eventually started joining hands with the people who were immoral. And again, there are more uh, people who are actually um, good-hearted people in this world than there are people who are, you know, just black hearts. And I, I know what you're saying, that, yeah, the majority of people are godless, and that's true. But at the same time, there is something that God has in this world, this Holy Spirit, that will go throughout this world, that will change the hearts of people. I've seen it over and over. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So I, I personally think that this is going to have a two-sided kind of um, argument. Okay, so there's probably going to be some real ugly skirmishes and then eventually the only way we're going to really be able to come to terms is that love has got to win out you know love has got to win out and that's what happened during the 60s that's what happened during the time of slavery that's what happened during the time of hitler uh you know going around killing people and killing the jews finally people looked at that and they were you know uh just pricked to their heart uh you know and i was just listening to the testimony of a um of a Marine and the Marine was talking uh, today uh, on Facebook and he was giving his testimony about what he had to do during the time that they invaded um, I think Afghanistan and he was saying you know some of the things that they did he was crying about it later on he said as I while I was doing it I really wasn't realizing what I was doing but now I can't sleep at night because of all the horrible atrocities that I committed while I was over there. I have to have like I I have to have psychological help to deal with what I was doing to those people. And he said, you know, there was one point where he cracked while they were actually breaking into a house. He said, we broke into a house. We we used a um a missile and the missile went straight through the side of the uh, house. And he said, while the missile, uh, you know, when the missile went th through the house, I was thinking that the insurgents or whoever these people were that they were looking for were uh, inside the house. And he said, when we went inside the house, there was a 14-year-old boy, a 9-year-old child, girl, and then there was a woman, and she was injured, and she was shaking. And the only thing that uh, she asked us is why, why, why? And, you know, he said, that's when I just kind of like broke out and I started crying uncontrollably. And he said, the woman got up and with pity in her eyes, with her wounds and her injuries, her house torn up and her children frightened, she grabbed my cheek and said to me, it's God's will. And she says, you know, those people have a, a different way of seeing life. You know, they see it through the eyes of God. Now, now she again, granted, she doesn't know Jesus Christ. But again, the this is the way um, this man actually did come to Christ because he said she was more moral than me. And I was, um, you know, I was supposed to be there, the great American army. And, you know, I discovered that we went over there for just nothing but lies, you know, that we, we were invaded. We, we did things that were terrible and horrible to people that our government had us doing. And he said, I knew, I, I discovered it was nothing but just lies.
And so I can see that. I can see how it could get it could get bad, and then it gets better. And so it has to come to a point where people have done so many atrocities that they began to wonder, "Wow, you know what am I? What am I doing? You know, because right now, the, who who do they have? America is the greatest army in the world." You know, and so right now we still have yet for Babylon to fall. Uh, Babylon will fall. America will fall. But right now it's in a very powerful position. And you've got a lot of military soldiers and, and commanders and everything like that. They've got to do all of this in their own backyard. They've got to force people. They've got to brutalize them. They've got to have people separated from their families. They've got to do all of that at, at the behest of these mad um, monsters that are in the uh, offices around uh, in this uh, America that we call America. I don't know if it's America anymore, but it doesn't matter because, see, the, the most high God is still sitting on the throne and he's influencing the hearts and minds of people. And that's what we really need to keep our eyes on. Keep your eyes on God. Don't keep your eyes on the brutality and the different things that happen. Now, again, if they come to brutalize you, I would say take the back door and start running down the field and get as far away as you can and make sure you got plenty of supplies to on hand. But it, but at the same time, you know, just don't let them catch you. The, the, at the same time, the thing that I'm saying is that, you know, God is going to intervene. And I, I know that he's going to intervene because he makes ways of escape out. Now, here's the thing I wanted to also say, and this was really important that I was thinking about, is that we really have not come up on the seven uh, seals yet. So the seven seals are found in uh, Revelation, and the seven seals indicate where we are on the prophetic clock. Okay, so let's go to the seven seals and uh, take a look at that. Now, uh, in scripture, scripture tells us that there's going to be uh, seven seals of judgment uh, to come about in this right here. Over here, you're going to see uh, the seal, of, uh, seven seals of judgment starts with Revelation chapter six. And that's the white horse. And then you have the red horse. Uh, which is anarchy and terrorism, but the white horse is when the Antichrist appears. Now, during the time of the Antichrist, you're going to have a momentary time of peace. When the Antichrist uh, comes out, though, this would be almost like a good thing because once we know who the Antichrist is and we see the things begin to happen, it's only seven years from the time that Jesus comes and takes complete control. So this is what we're looking at. So when, when he makes his appearance in Revelation chapter 6, verse 8 through 6, uh, you know, again, and uh, 8 and 6 rather, um, we got, that's the white horse, right? So the white horse is who they've been singing about, you know, don't, uh, if you want to ride, don't ride the white horse. You know, that's all they've been talking about. And that's all they've been singing about for years. And if you want to ride the right white horse. But see, the white horse is the appearance of the Antichrist. He will come. Uh, he will uh, make his appearance. We haven't seen him yet. But you will know who the Antichrist is. Now, some people are trying to say, well, Trump isn't the Antichrist. I just don't get it. I don't think so. Unless, like, if he's shot in the head, you know, then <laughs> then he comes back to life after three days, then yeah. But I doubt it, right? I don't think that that's going to happen. I think it's going to be that this is the time of trouble that uh, the Bible talks about, about the beast coming out of the sea. And so the sea represents trouble. And that's found in Revelation 13. But... The Antichrist um, represents, again, the, 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 the very beginning of the uh, tribulation. So there's a, the tribulation is in two parts. There's the three and a half years where there is um, that pact and everything of peace with Israel and the building of the temple. And then there's the second part where he goes into the temple and profanes the temple 
and then he begins the outrageous behavior against the um, against the Christians. Now, while that's happening, there are also going to be two witnesses who are going to be doing some miraculous things on the earth, and uh, all of that's going to be happening uh, at the same time. So let's see here. Now it says here, let's see, let me go to what it says here. The first seal introduced the Antichrist, and he's, a, he's, a, he's seen as the rider on the white horse. And uh, he's wearing a crown, and he would deceive many with talks of peace. But he will wage war against the saints in the second half of the um, tribulation. Now, we're already at war, right? So there's kind of like a war going on with the saints, but I don't think that this is being perpetrated by the Antichrist per se because we haven't we haven't identified who the Antichrist is. And and here's another thing, guys, for for some of you guys who are wanting to go through the tribulation, fine. Okay. I don't really want to go through it. I'm hoping and I'm thinking that uh there's enough evidence in scripture that we will escape the hour of the great tribulation. So I'm, I'm really thinking that. And let me give you some uh, background scripture as to why I think that. And uh, let's, uh, let's go to this one here. Uh, let's see here. Now, the scripture says that um, there is a force that is withholding uh, the, the Antichrist you know, from being revealed. But when that force is removed, when that um, when when that force is removed, then uh, then the Antichrist will be revealed. It said, "For the mystery of iniquity does already work; only he who now lets will let until he be taken out of the way." So uh, this is the uh, the power of God through the Holy Spirit and and very large number of Christians large number of Christians are not are are their prayers and the light that they have in them prevents the Antichrist from actually showing up you're not going to have the Antichrist uh, show up until uh, the church is removed out of the way then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth so that person the antichrist will be revealed after the church is moved out of the way that, those those are my thoughts on it all right here's another thing in revel in, in thessalonians first thessalonians chapter 4 verse 17 it says that um we'll, there's going to be not everybody's going to you know die Every, there are going to be some people that are going to um be alive when when Jesus returns and it says uh, for we uh, say to you by the word of the Lord uh, that's uh, Thessalonians first Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 15 for uh, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and then it tells us then uh, and the dead in Christ shall rise first that's what it really says there let's go there descend the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first and then it tells us that we then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and that's how it's going to happen now in this t in this case the Lord is in the air. In the time when Jesus comes back to the earth, the Lord comes back to Jerusalem. And so those are two events. So there's going to be two events that are happening. And okay, I'm I'm talking to you like you're seeing me. Let me let me let you see me. There are going to be two events that happen. Number one, the first event is going to be the Lord in the air. The second event is the Lord at uh, in Jerusalem on uh, you know landing in Jerusalem so when he comes to Jerusalem to take over that's uh, that's the second event so you know he's gonna come back to the earth in one picture and then on the on this picture here he's coming back only in the air and so there that's what kind of gives us that idea that there will be a um, 
a rapture, you know, a rapture. Now, here's here's uh, another thing, too, is that God has not really appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9. Interestingly enough, this is related to the fact that we're comforted in the words that we're going to be carried away. You see, so in 1 Thessalonians 4, he's talking directly in context about being carried away. So in, so in verse 5, then we go to verse 5 and it tells us that the Lord has not appointed us to wrath. Well, that's, that's very interesting because what, when we talk about the wrath, we talk about the beginning of the seals of judgment. And that's, um, let me see, where is that there? We have, let's see here, we have these right here. So, yeah, so we have the wrath of God being poured out on the earth during the uh, judgment time, which is hail, fire, blood, one-third of the vegetables burned up, um, great mountain thrown in the sea of uh, blood, star falling out of the sky. It's going to be so many different supernatural events to happen. One-third of the earth killed in war, you know, temple of heaven opened a great earthquake and hail stones coming out, malignant sores all over people's bodies, you know, fresh water being turned to blood. All of that's going to be happening during the uh, the judgments of God. So there's the seal judgment, the tr trumpet judgment, and the bowl judgment. So all that's going to be happening during those particular judgments of God. So that's the wrath of God being poured out upon wicked men and uh, the the earth. Now, again, the Bible says again that uh, the Lord will destroy. Uh, Satan, but he's really not appointing us to wrath. You know, that's that's one thing. We, you know, we're not we're not to be consumed uh, with with the wrath of God. You know, that's what you know. Lord is not appointing us there. So here's the thing: we need to know is that we need to watch and pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape the things that are coming up on the earth. That's what Jesus said. And so how are we going to escape except for the Lord comes and gets us, right? Now, I'm going to give you some pictures of that. And, uh, and here's a picture of it here found in, uh, let's take a look at what this says in Genesis 18 and 25. This is the nature of God. The nature of God is not to destroy the righteous with the wicked. Here's what Abraham said. Far be it from you to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked that the righteous should be as the wicked so the Lord has has guaranteed us in the word that he's not going to just destroy the righteous with the wicked he uh, you know it, it's not God's nature to pour his wrath out upon people that are you know his his people. Now, we are the righteousness of God, and people are trying to say, well, you know, you think you're better than everybody else. All of us are sinners and falling short the glory of God. I haven't said that that's not true. I'm just simply telling you that God is not in the habit of destroying the righteous with the wicked. It's not, it just, he doesn't do that. That's not how he operates, right? Look what it says here again. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9, For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by the Lord Jesus himself. Okay? So uh, this is very important. Now, I want, you to, I want you to get something, too. This is really important, too. Uh, there's another scripture concerning this, and I want you to turn and take a look at... Um, well, let's see here. Revelation chapter 3, verse 10. And uh, Revelation chapter 3, verse 10 talks about the church of Philadelphia. And in the church of Philadelphia, there is something that the Jesus says to the church of Philadelphia because they were walking righteously according to the scriptures. And uh, well, we got Revelation chapter 3, verse 10. 
me see if I can get it up for you. Let's see if it comes up up under uh, this here. All right, and uh, let's take a look at the picture here and move you over so you can see it here. Look what he says to the church of Philadelphia, Revelation chapter 3, verse 10. Remember, the church of Philadelphia was the church that actually did what Jesus told them to do. They were, the, they were really the church that Jesus was most impressed with. Remember, there were, there were uh, seven churches, and so the seven churches, seven types of churches, and uh, the, the, there was one called the Church of Laodicea, which I think we are part of the Church of Laodicea because we are really not hot nor cold. But in the Church of, of Philadelphia was one that was on fire for the Lord. It was all about evangelism. It was all about doing what God told them to do. And uh, he says to them, he said, because you have kept the word of my patience, I also will keep you from the hour of temptation which shall come on all the world. So the Lord is promising to remove them, that church, from, remember, because there are seven churches. He's promising to keep that particular church, the one that was doing the best, from the hour of temptation that's coming up on the whole world. And see, there's no temptation that's been that has taken us. This is what the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter one, verse uh, ten, verse thirteen. There's no temptation. You uh, taken taken you, such as is common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above which you are able. But will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Now, you could bear it, or God is going to get you out of it. And that's what he's saying here in Revelation chapter 3. Because you have kept my word, and you've been patient, and they did go through some tribulation, but they didn't go through the wrath of God. I will also keep you from the hour of temptation, which shall come on all the world. Now, how is he going to do that? How is God going to do that? Well, the only way he's going to do that is he's going to have to remove them, just like it says here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17. Then we which are alive and remain will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. Now look, this is not the same as Matthew 24. When Matthew 24, he's talking to specifically to the Jews because Matthew was written to the Jews. But specifically to the Jews, he's telling them that there's going to be a judgment to come up on the world because, you know, the Jews are lost. But the church is is Christ is 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 Christ's bride. Now I want you to notice something else too that in the parable of the bride and the and the groom, the bride's groom and the bride, the the groom would come in Jewish tradition and pick up the bride at a hour that the bride did not know. And then after coming, the bride, if she was ready to go, would go into a private party with the groom alone. This was before the feast got started where all of the bridesmaids were invited to come in. So there was two events in the Jewish wedding. There was the event when the groom came at an unknown hour to pick up the bride. And then secondly, there was the event, and they would have a private party. But then in the second event, there would be where the groom would come and get the rest of the wedding party. And they would all party together on the next day. So this this is basically how it happened. I, you know, I don't know whether it was the next day, but it really was. Uh, they had it in two uh, 
uh, two segments. The groom, the groom would go and pick up the bride and at a and a time that she didn't know he was coming. Same thing is true for us. The Bible lets us know that we need to watch and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape these things which shall come on to pass. Because there are going to be some very, very horrible things to come to pass when it comes down to these bowls of judgment, the seals, and the things that start from Revelation, I believe Revelation chapter 6. Uh, you have the uh, Revelation chapter 6 starts out uh, discussing the uh, seal. Let me see if I can get you over here and check it out here. So I got it up on Christianity.com. How about that? So we got uh, the first seal. This first seal introduces the Antichrist onto the scene as the rider of the white horse. The second seal, despite the promise of peace from the Antichrist, warfare will break out after the seal breaks and a rider on the horse slays a great number of people. The third seal, a rider on the black horse will spread famine throughout the earth with whatever population is left on the earth after the war. So the red horse brings war, the black horse brings famine, and then the third horse, the fourth horse, is the pale horse and wipes out a fourth of the earth. Now this has not happened yet, guys, and it can happen until we see first the Antichrist has to show up. So the first seal, Revelation 6, 2, has to happen first. So whatever this corona thing is, this you know is just a fake. It might be a preceding it, but there, it's just a fake. I don't see anywhere in Scripture where it says he would cause all small and great to receive a vaccine. So I don't, you know, I'm, you know, I don't want to oversimplify it, but I think there's going to be more trouble in giving these vaccines than what they think. I just think that because it's not written in Scripture. I don't see it in Scripture. And again. We have the we have a way of escape. We do have a way of escape. So God is not going to allow them to do what they want to do. Now, why am I saying that? Because well, I wanted you to see something else too. There was uh, this guy here was talking about what they plan on doing, and I just it's it's so foreign, it's so crazy that it just doesn't seem like it could happen. Uh, because God is not given, it doesn't line up with the revelation, but I could be wrong. But let's just, just listen to what he has to say here. This is uh, from Africa. Listen to this guy here. Exposed to the real virus. The body already knows how to fight it. That is the principle of vaccination. But this particular vaccine that they are trying to develop is not that type of vaccine that we are used to. None like it has ever been developed in the whole world and used in humans none this is the first time they are trying to develop this type of vaccine it is called the mrna slash dna nucleic vaccine that is the vaccine that they are developing now mrna slash dna nucleic vaccine and that particular vaccine this is what is happening okay it has never been approved for human use as a new vaccine now what they do is they take the genetic material the genetic material of the virus not a weakened virus now they take the genes of the COVID-19 virus and inject it into the human body to fuse with your human gene so that is in my view scientifically speaking that is genetic modification they are trying to create human GMOs genetically modified organisms this new type of vaccine it has never been approved for human use there was a trial that was done uh in veterinary animals you know to see how it works and it was a it was a disaster and so it was banned now it is the same vaccine that is untested 
that is about to be administered and the worrisome part of it is that they are also striving to make it mandatory for everybody if you don't get that vaccine you can't get to certain places you can't do certain things you can't travel to certain places you may not be able to get visas to certain countries and all of those things now the mandatoriness of that vaccination is a violation of our human rights that okay so uh you guys got that uh so just looking at that alone right there what they plan on doing with this vaccine you know um is to change your dna i have not seen that i did see again in scripture that uh you know iron will be attempt they will try to mix iron with clay but iron will not be mixed with clay because iron cannot mix with clay so if they're if they have in the vaccine um possibly nanotechnology and that's possibly what they have then that is found in uh, Daniel chapter 2 but it will be a miserable failure because in Daniel chapter 2 according to Daniel chapter 2 it will not work because iron cannot be mixed with clay right and so we know that this will not work and it will probably do a lot of people great harm there are going to be some people who probably will line up for these things because they are very, very frightened of uh, the the you know the the coronavirus. They're they're frightened of this virus, and so you know as a, as a result, you're going to have a lot of people who will line up, and they will not um, you know they'll they'll be just your sheeples, and they will be the first to be tested on, and once that goes so bad. Once that goes so bad, I'm sure they're going to back off this thing because you're going to have people, uh, you know, just falling out. But I, I don't think, you know, a lot of the stuff that we are seeing has not been given approval for Get yet until we have this uh, I thought the coronavirus was all around. But I just want to want to show you though this uh, this one here was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of funny guys guys uh, was showing how the uh, sheep or the people who are actually thinking that this is going to just take them out uh this is how they're behaving and this is why a lot of them will probably line up for the vaccine and then do themselves harm but listen watch this here to get out of there i thought the coronavirus was all around me who wasn't wearing a mask who weren't wearing gloves some lady was standing five and a half feet away from me I don't know what to do anymore. Who do I listen to? Do, do I listen to the experts on TV or the experts on Facebook? What, what happened to Dr. Fauci? How come he's not in the news conference anymore? What did they do to Dr. Fauci? Oh my God. D did a spaceship land in the Rose Garden and take him away to a different planet? Oh my God. I gotta come down. I, I gotta come down. Oh my God. What if the virus is not here? What do I do with the gloves and the mask? What if the viruses are these? How do I get rid of them? I don't want to throw them on the street. That's not nice. I'll get rid of it later. Oh my God! I touched the steering wheel. What if the virus is on the steering wheel now? Well, obviously that's pretty funny, but then it is pathetic because that really is what's going on. And you, if you would really not believe it, um, until you actually do hear it and that's what some of the people have been reporting to me at um you know even a bible study when we had bible study uh i was talking to one lady she said i wish you could come to my house or basically that they would come to the house of god because they are very frightened at her house the people who do not go to church they don't have god in their life and so as a result you're going to have people who are just going to be lining up you know for these vaccines and they're going to be turning in their children they're going to be doing all these kinds of things and while they're figuring out all this logistics then it will it will be a possibility that you know uh they will be the first to actually be taken unfortunately but this is what they uh, what god is trying to show us and i believe that god is trying to show us that um this world is um not designed for man to be in charge it really is not and he's trying to show us also that um 
God is going to ultimately uh, have to come and take over. Otherwise, we'll destroy one another. And this is really what we're being, what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the end of the reign of humanity. It is becoming such a dismal failure that you know uh, the the end of the reign of humanity will just end with man making all sorts of you know the the last trump right the last hope the last hope fail right so finally everybody sees that yeah no matter who you choose uh that person's gonna let you down you know and i just i don't the only thing we can do is pray for our leaders and just put them in the hands of god because once once that happens, then that's the, what the most important thing is. We're supposed to leave this into the perspective in the hands of God. And I just don't see it happening with uh, us today. We've been, uh, you know, all of our movie stars now are telling us to stay home, save lives. I think that's really important. I think that's really important that they tell us that because we need to know that they are a bunch of liars. We need to come to realize just how fake our world is and i don't think i think what really happened is that people today have been shaken to the core about the people that they trusted in you know and maybe not everybody there's still some people out there who still are holding on to hope that some integrity is going to come from one of these leaders but really is not going to come from that God is going to raise up uh, uh, leaders from a different place. God is going to develop uh, people who are after his heart, right? And that, that's what God is going to do. I think God is also showing us, too, you know, when it came down to it, how courageous we were. And none of us can say we're courageous because all of these people who've been saying that they are a part of the militia and they were going to do something and mobilize and all this kind of stuff, they're not really mobilizing. They're not doing anything. You know, they're mostly, you know, they're at home doing what they're doing. And maybe they're just taking care of themselves. But there's all of this stuff that we have been hoping that was going to happen has not happened. So who's going to have to step in and help us? It's going to have to be God Almighty. Now, here's what he's going to do. According to Scripture, he's going to start with introducing the man of sin. So this man of sin is going to come and he's going to be the final hope for the world. This person, this Antichrist showed up in Revelation chapter 6 and he's going to be riding on a white horse. It's going to be a whole symbol of peace and he's supposed to come and do all these things. Then halfway through he's going to start all of this anarchy, war, uh, death and then all of this destruction is going to follow this. And this destruction basically is going to start coming from God because God is going to start showing people through the, uh, the, the trumpet judgments, the bold judgments, you know, the malignant sores, the hell, the fire, the blood coming down in the water and that kind of thing, the sun, the moon and the stars dimming. All of that stuff is going to be showing people Put not your trust in man, but put your trust in God. That's really what it's gonna do. I, I, I just, I, I honestly think that. I think that that's what's gonna happen. I really do. I just think that uh, man is going to reach his limit, and God is gonna show how powerful he is. And once he does that, all that science is out the window, because you got people right now who will sit there and tell you, you know, science. Science is this, science is that, you know, and I even have one person on my Facebook account. I don't know why he trolls me, but now he's trying to tell me I believe in Fauci, you know, and I'm thinking, guy, you know, why do you believe Fauci so much? You know, and then I'd stop arguing with him because I realized that if by arguing with him, it doesn't matter. He, he's, he's sold out to science. Just like when we were in, in the flat earth, it doesn't matter how many times you try to show somebody that just by looking at the earth, you can see it's not uh, around. 
But again, we had to, we tried to prove that to them. They never believed it. We tried to prove them, them that NASA wasn't going to the moon. They never believed it. We tried to prove to them that uh, they didn't ever go to Mars. We never believed it. And what about 9-11? We tried to prove 9-11 was a inside deal. They never believed it. But I think the, the beauty of this whole thing that's going down now is that people finally, the veil is open. They have seen now that there is a new world order and that all of the things that we've been telling them about the conspiracy, right, is really true. And they just have to open their eyes to it, you know. And I think one of the things that's going to open their eyes is when that when that vaccine comes out and that thing is going to fail on them and they're going to start dying from it and all that other kind of stuff and all of this other stuff and we, we, we have yet to see people suffering from um, the effects of having constant um, you know breathing their own gases because we have a perfect system we breathe in oxygen and we uh, uh, breathe out carbon dioxide and now people are breathing in carbon dioxide constantly We're, we've yet to see the effects of what that's going to do to people over a long term of constantly breathing their own oxygen or their own carbon dioxide but you know once that once the, all of those numbers start coming in and there is a correlation presented between those two things they're gonna start saying well you know I'm shaking a little bit about what science did you know, I don't care how many times we tell them, though they're not going to—they're not going to get it. But but God's going to get them, right? It's kind of this one here is kind of interesting, though. Uh, it says here, media takes off their mask after they think that the camera's off. Let's take a look at this one here. I don't know whether they have a, a video for us to do that, but I haven't really looked at that. It says uh, the the media takes their mask off. That's what they do. Here it says media caught removing masks when cameras are shut off. <laughs> how about that? So, but I don't care how many times you show these people this. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they're on camera, and then when they get off camera, then of course they they all take their mask off. Uh, because they know it's all a hoax. See, God is going to reward these people for what they're doing. They're all going to be in the part. They're going to take their part in the lake that burns with fire. They are liars. They, they know they're liars. And they are willing to participate in this new world order. And people who are blind following them are going to go to the lake that burns with fire unless we pray for them to have God open their eyes. But then... You who are children of the light already know what's going on. You know, all of us, we already know. But uh, I just, you know, it's 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 a shame to it just kind of all of the, it's, it's just so much truth in this whole thing. I think that's what God is getting us ready for. Uh, God is getting us ready for right now. He's just letting us know that, uh, you know, we're in a time right now where God is revealing the truth about everything. And I think it had to be done as 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 terrible to us as it feels. <laughs> I think it had to be done so that people will wake up because people were asleep before. But now people are going to wake up. They are going to start waking up. Now, it may be too late for some of them because they have trusted their system so much that they're going to fall right in their hands you know they're going to go right straight to you and the first thing they're going to do uh, if you've been tested if you had the vaccine if you had the um, flu shot they probably come to you first and they'll be looking for you first and then they'll start the testing with you and the contract tracing and that kind of thing but, you know, again, it's just got to be that, uh, you know, people got to wake up. So what is God saying, you know, to us right now? He's saying that, you know, your life is in my hands and that I still believe, though, I still believe that we have not actually went over into the great tribulation. And we're not we're right here at the door of the tribulation. And I think that we yet have to see the 
Antichrist, who is the rider of the white horse, to show up. Now, you can guess who you think it may be. I don't know. I don't really know who it could be. I, I'm just waiting for that person to come out of the wings. But he's got to come out in a time of peace. He's got to introduce a time of peace first. And then he's got to start out with the rebuilding of the temple. So if that's Trump, then I don't know how that could be a time of peace, you know, because there's a lot of people who still have Trump in their sights as the, um, you know, they, they, they don't like him. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know that the Antichrist is supposed to be held as charming and liked by all. So uh, we're, you know, there's a little, there's a few things that's not syncing up quite right when it comes down to the time period that we're in. Serving and watching, you're saying if you understand uh, that uh, none of uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John Gospels are about the kingdom of God, not the grace Gospels. Right. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You know, uh, that uh, we're on the grace. And so um, the main thing that we're looking at uh, under grace is, again, we are not uh, reserved for wrath. This would not, you know. We, we are to be watchful because we're the bride of Christ and the bride of Christ is to be taken out of this world before this wrath of God is poured out. Now, there will be some who will be tribulation saints that will show up during, uh, during that uh, time because uh, there are some people who do not understand how the tribulation saints will be in. There will be a lot of people who come to Christ when it's too late they'll come you know after it won't be too late for them to be saved but they'll come before when it's too late they'll wake up basically out of their sleep and realize that everything that the bible was saying is true you know that's once everybody's taken off the earth and who knows what they might do they might just think that uh, people have been taken away in a spaceship right just like that one guy says you know did a spaceship come a land or what? You know, where's Dr. Fauci? You know, <laughs> and so they, they have to wake up. So I believe that that is going to happen. OK, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I just want to kind of share and talk with you guys uh, tonight. Uh, there was a lot that uh, we were talking about. Once again, thank you so much for all your support. Uh, just being uh, just being here to hear me just talk. I'm so humble. You know, God bless you. And um Thank you for um, all of your the people who contribute uh, to the patrons. I uh, certainly want to thank you and uh, thank you just people who pray for me. And that's really what I really want you to do is pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for uh, our family. Uh, pray that uh, pray for me and I'll be praying for you, you know, and I, and I do mean that, you know, because we do need to pray for one another in this particular time. Uh, that the Lord will provide a way of escape. So for Heavenly Father, I just pray, Father, that everyone that's listening on the sound of my voice, you'll provide for them a way of escape, that you'll uh, stay the hand of the enemy, that the hand of the enemy will not be able to touch a hair on their head, just as you have said, God, that uh, you watch after the sparrows of, of uh, the air. So, God, obviously you're watching after us. Put angels in charge of us that uh, when these uh, people come around, from the National Guard and all of this stuff, God, that they want to do. Prick their hearts, Lord, so that they will be uh, guided into righteousness rather than into, uh, into evil. And let the uh, people who are the, the what they call the ruling elite, let them be surprised by uh, their not being able to be effective at getting the things done that they want to get done. And turn the decisions around on them. Raise up leaders who will uh, challenge these monsters, we pray. And we also just pray for them, God, that if they can be saved, save them. And uh, we ask these and all our blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, well, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Remember until next time that Jesus is the light of the world. And again, the truth shall set you free. God bless.